The Hillbilly Records podcast is also sponsored by POW Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. For your family law issues such as divorce, child custody and visitation, support and adoption, contact Chris at 815-355-8194 or through his website, hofflegal.com. The Hillbilly Wreckers podcast is sponsored by Chicago Pizza Authority on Summit Street in Elgin. Take advantage of the school night special, a 16-inch one-topping thin crust pizza plus a two-liter of soda of your choice for just $18.99. Carry out and delivery only. A special thank you to Fonzie and the Dago Tees for use of their song, King of the Hill, as the Hillbilly Wreckers theme song. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hillbilly Wreckers podcast. Wrecker, what a week it has been. We have both been busy. A lot of stuff has been going on, especially since uh, Chris was on the last show. So what's been going on the past last week? Well, uh, we both ran into each other at SCW. I yes. walked in the building. I was doing commentary. I saw you. I was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, how's man. it going, buddy? And then find out you're doing camera work as usual. Uh, yeah. uh, so, but it was a long show. Very long show. Uh, good show. Yes, we had uh, Mason. Mason Perks was there. Kazile teamed up with Scott Spade yeah. uh, as the uh, torture killers. Yeah, that's interesting, so, but that doesn't surprise me with Kazile anyway. No, not at all. Uh, we had IPA on the card as well, so we had some POW faces right. down there this and weekend. And even Jimmy made it towards the uh, end of the show by helping Hunter Payne out. Yeah, uh, in his match. Yeah, so, he came out surprised. The uh, you know, crowd went crazy for Jimmy coming out, but it was a great show. So there it is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, very long show. But anyway, let's get on into this, With, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have definitely have uh, some very important people in the studio four forty four tonight. Uh, all I could say is uh, this gentleman is a former. POW heavyweight title holder, a former regional title holder, a multiple tag team title holder, uh, the leader of the bad hombre cartel himself, ruthless Ramon Rodriguez with Xavier DeFaust, and of course, Mass Marauder. Cuba is number one. Thank you for having us. Wow. It's How you okay. doing? Thank you very much, uh, <laughs> Mr. Rodriguez, for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Mr. DeFalls. Yes, uh, appreciate it. Yep. You know? It's a pleasure for you guys to have us here. Yeah. Well, it definitely oh. is. What? <laughs> Xavier, why are we even here? I was told I was getting paid. Oh, no, this is a podcast. We're talking about things that's going on. No, it's I was more like a handshake, smile, and pizza. Pizza and a cherry Coke. I don't eat. You're even getting to use the special guest mug. Gotcha. Who else has I, put their disgusting mouth on that mug, huh? Well, it's been washed, so... Yeah. Even with no worries. We're already starting to bad now. Well, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, oh, since right. you have... Oh, wait a minute. are your own beverages? All right. Oh. Here we go. Smart. Here we smart go. Man. Well, oh, my goodness. Hey, we're going to get thing in the I, fridge uh, Nah. Or, uh, maybe I should you like, like, you like one yourself? Yeah. No, oh, no, no, thank you. I didn't drink. I didn't drink. No, I'll take one. There we go. You got some for the non-drinker? There you go. Take care. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Nice. 
Well, I tell you what, since you have a little oh, time yeah. to kill, that uh, you got a five month suspension for beating up someone that you had so, absolutely no reason to beat up, Chucks Deluxe. Why? <laughs> you didn't do nothing to you guys. Wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> See, the thing was simple. We were out there to regain our titles. We right. just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. That was our time. Should have been our time. We should have gotten our rematch. Simple place. That's it. And this goes beyond what happened at Chuck's. Jimmy Blaze has had it in for us since the day one we got together. Well, you guys have been together for quite some time. I, I don't know about that. You guys have been... See, his whole, his whole reason is he's just pissed off because we outsmarted him and Eric Freedom at their own game. And we used Sandra D to our advantage. And because of that, we became POW Tag Team Champions. And you put the straw in for me? You're awesome. You see that? We're not bad guys. No, you're We're not. not. Okay. We even but helped go. you because, you know, in your old age, you have arthritis in your fingers and you can't put it in the pouch for yourself. Well, I appreciate it. Well, here we go. There we go. All right. There we go. We got the chairs going. Going back to what I was saying. Yeah, right. All right. So, Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom. Mm-hmm. They've had it in for us since we beat them. You want to know why? Because we've proven to them. We've showed them that they are what they truly are. Two washed up old dogs that need to be taken behind the barn and pulled the trigger. And that's what we did. And because of that, Jimmy has it, has had it in for us. I mean, who books a three-on-three match for the tag titles? Tag, two. But he wants to book a three-on-three. And you know who else I blame? Is that pecker head of a referee, Brian Allen. I mean, every time we're in the ring, he wants to call disqualifications this, disqualification that, but he'll sit there and shut his eyes so Hornswoggle can punch me in the dick? Well, hey, I all I know is that it was called the way it was called. IPA and you guys have had one of the longest-running feuds for those titles that I could honestly remember. You know, and, and time after time, time, they got their ass kicked. Time after time, we pinned them. Time after time, we put them in their place. And yet again, because they're friends with the office, they're friends with Jimmy Blaze, they're friends with Eric Freedom, they get another opportunity. How many tag teams are there in power? Uh, not that many right now. But you can name several. Where were their shots? Nowhere to be found. It was always IPA. It was always IPA. We beat them. Guess what? Hey, guys, you guys are booked. Against IPA. How many times did we have to kick their ass to move on? It was not until they did beat they beat us. They'd go ahead and suspend Ramon. What are we gonna do? How are we gonna get our rematch? We can't. See what that that was the plan all along. They wanted the tag team titles off the bat of Ricardo to get rid of Ruthless Ramon. I mean, come it's on. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. It's Jimmy Blaze, Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom, they're washed up and they're upset. That their prime is done and over with. And now they want to take it out on the people who have taken their place. The bad hombre cartel. Let me ask you this. We gave Jimmy and Eric an opportunity to be their old selves. We went into that ring. Everyone had called them dinosaurs. Everyone basically, basically they said that they were done, right? Right. We asked them. We knew that they had a little bit left in the tank. We gave them that opportunity to be their old selves. And in that in that match, in that old selves match, they came out and they were psychotic. And they were ruthless, no pun intended, to us. They were very hardcore. We beat them at their own game. We busted bottles over their head and we put them down. That was it. No more. But yet, here come their buddies. Someone's got to avenge them because they couldn't do it themselves. Simple as that. And now, 
We get no rematch. And then what a coincidence. Everyone knows that Jimmy Blaze and Brian Allen are as thick as thieves. And what happens? Brian Allen screws us out of our tag titles. And the next day, Jimmy Blaze wants to suspend me? Well, no, Jimmy, now wait a minute. You go, ahead, you go ahead, Rick. Came out there and attacked Chucks. And who is Chucks Chuck Deluxe? I, who, is, who is he? The, the guy that you guys attacked uh, at the Pride show. He could have left the ring. He could have simply walked out. But couldn't you tell he was definitely having a good time with who was in the ring? Good times you know, don't I mean, Good Chuck times. Deluxe is, you know, a fan favorite. I mean. You guys had no business out there, actually. How many fans like him? Uh, quite a few uh, yeah. like him. He's like four, maybe five. That's stretching. Let me leave, leave, leave it up for Nick H to take Jimmy's side. Yeah, I'm I not mean, taking his side. I'm calling him like I you see know. it. Jimmy, and, I mean. Jimmy's just mad because we beat them for the tag titles. We beat him at his own game. We outsmarted him. And we stole his girl, too. That's it. And that's why Brian Allen's mad because uh, he's saying, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Okay, Sandy, so. Sandy shot him down. He, he wanted Sandra these numbers. She said no. And now look what happens. He screwed us out of the titles. Ah, uh, okay. So we're going to play that. But now, so this whole thing, when you drop Sandra D like a ton of bricks at Rumples in the ring, it, that was where she was. Carted out. She went along with that, right? Now, are you sure that just with being ruthless as you are, do that to her as a scare tactic for her to join you guys? Come on. How how would you talk her into taking that kind of move anyway? <laughs> Who said we had to talk her into it? You know, after dealing with uh, used goods for so long, you could you can only kick a dead horse so much. Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom, they're, they're, they're past their primes. I don't know how many times I need to say it. Convincing Sandra D, we didn't even need to. She wanted to leave from day one, okay? And and, and it's it's beautiful. The way that the, the way that, 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 that the bad Amber Carter put it all together, it was flawless. It was beautiful. It was perfection. Right. And, and well, you, that was even before you came into the picture because they didn't hire you on as a... You know, secondary help. I'm always July. watching. I'm all. I'm always with my family. So we're always talking. And yeah. speaking of that, speaking of family, I mean, the bad hombre cartel, mass marauder, the only three Latinos in the company, and yet he's coming for us. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. I don't know, record. <laughs> no, that, that, what do you think on that? I don't know. I mean, I'm not playing any racial cards here or anything, but. Is Wait, turn oh. this like that. Oh, hey, hey. We can have fun, drink a few I'm, beers, talk a little trash. Maybe uh, a juice most, box or two. I yeah, I mean, uh, just because you guys are Latinos I doesn't mean, mean... Do you want to escalate this? Oh, Ooh. Jesus. All right, what, what do we got here? Looks Where like... do you keep your ashtrays, huh? Oh, jeez. You're not smoking that in the studio. What do you, what do you mean? In every interview in Cuba I've ever, ever done, we all light cigars and we pass them around and we puff on them like men. Are you not a man? Are you not a man? Uh, no, I'm a man, but you know, first you of all, you don't know how to hit cigars uh, like a man. All, huh? we, all we need is the fire alarms to go off and the smoke detectors to go off. What are those? Because it, yeah, what are those? It's something that could actually ruin this whole interview. Why did you you well, paid money for this? Uh, yeah, I paid money for this. Are you and insane? I mean, are you kidding me? Here's another juice box. Keep up. We're <laughs> <laughs> pulling out like, whis- what is it? Whiskey? What is it? Uh, that's, that's tequila. Tequila. Oh, man. 
Woo! All right, this show's going to right. escalate a and, little bit. And right, here we go. All right, you I didn't know we were going to have a drinking party here. And, uh, you know, guess, uh, That's yeah, a, plenty more Capri Suns for you. I mean, for you to invite us here for this god-awful show, we needed something to help us oh help the time God. go by, you know? Yeah. So, well, well, actually, I thought you were going to blow, blow us off, and uh, we were going to have... Uh, you know, Axel Abreu on, which Axel, we're sorry Ooh. that we couldn't work it work it out, uh, but we will definitely get get to you as soon as we can. Uh, we do definitely want you on the show. Who's that? I feel Sounds like, like closer she... to us. Than, I, I don't think even I know, know the guy. I don't even know who the hell that is. Ah, uh, well, you beat him up a few times in Rumples. <laughs> I beat up a lot of guys. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, All right, well, uh, let's get this party All started, right, boys. Here, Here we go. go. Here, Here we go. go. There, there we go. Tequila and juice boxes. Here we go. Yes, that's right. So let's rewind a little bit. One of the Power Originals. Uh, very long time. You're a cornerstone years. of the promotion. Franchise. You know. Uh, what, actually, what made you decide that you wanted to give this a shot? Uh, well, just like just like everyone involved in the wrestling business, everyone uh, becomes a wrestling fan and dreams to hope they one day become a professional wrestler. And that was one of uh, my dreams. And uh, came along to school. <laughs> Power Entertainment ran by some some guy named Jimmy Blaze, <laughs> and joined at their summer. I did a summer camp for it, uh, training camp, whatever they call them. I fell in love with it and signed up. And 15 years later, I'm still here yes. getting Jimmy Blaze. You know what? I don't know. You know what? Now you're you're doing your thing. You know, like he says, you're a cornerstone of the company. You have franchise, okay? Franchise. Say it right. A franchise of the company, right? Oh, the others have come and gone. <laughs> you said franchise. You said, you ain't drink what's in that juice box. Did you give him that juice box? Franchise. You said franchise. No. franchise. Did you give him the spike bombs? Huh? Okay. Yeah. It was sealed, I think. So. Hillbilly juice in there. Yeah. <laughs> we know what well, you The franchise. The others oh. have come and gone. Rufus Ramon has been here since the word go. And, and that's another thing. Around. Another thing you want to bring up about Dream Blaze that pisses me off this Feud with Pow and SCW. Who was the front ones in line with Jimmy Blade? Who was that? It was us. Thank you very much. And where's our recognition? We had uh, no recognition. The moment that we saw that happening and we went in there, we were at SCW kicking ass and taking names. And the moment things got a little too heated and everything got a little too crazy, he brings everyone else in. And where was our recognition, huh? You know what? We left them out to dry. We didn't want anything to do with that. Once he borrows friends he didn't want to acknowledge that we were out there doing the dirty work that he didn't want anyone else to know about he, he's got his head so far shoved up mason's ass where was he when all this happened in the mason, back of the line well mason was they took mason out a couple shows prior before the big big night because he was out with an injury because he's weak that's why he's weak he took the words right out of my mouth mason's made of glass first to win and the guy's out for a few months Put him in against the cartel. We'll put him in the shelf. That title will be right to us. Well, I tell you what. I mean, he is fresh off a win of Kazile. And Kazile is no pushover either. I know you guys haven't really tangled with him. That feud right there was really intense. So Kazile tangled. tangled Kazile needs to tangle with Hair Club for Men. That's who he needs to tangle with. All right? You don't need to worry about us. Uh, well, you're off for five months. I mean, you can start all the heat that you want. <laughs> you oh, and believe me, I intend to. <laughs> okay. First title reign. In Powell Entertainment. My first title reign was, was my debut with Powell. I beat Scott Spade for the regional title. My very first match in Powell Entertainment. My debut, the first time anyone ever saw Ruthless Ramon Rodriguez, and I win the regional title. And you win the regional. 
the first person in power to ever do that, to win a title in their debut, and that was yes. And no, I, I didn't know that. That's, yep. that's I, very interesting. It was a glimpse into what was going to come in the future. Simple as that. And at that moment, at that time, I had Kanoa by my side. We teamed up. Mm-hmm. We had a falling out. And then, like you said, we went on to have probably one of the best feuds in POW Entertainment. I mean, the first the first POW show at the Odeon, yep, the right. main event was me versus Kanoa in a no, TLC match. match. That's right. Wow. That right there should has definitely defined you, I would, I would imagine, right? I mean, I would say so. I mean, first of all, you should have stayed away. And second of all, yes, I feel I feel like it has defined me. And I want and the first time I became the POW world champion was in a triple threat match with Kanoa and Rough Crossing in a in a hell in a cell match. Mm-hmm. And I beat both who were the top and considered two of the best in POW. That's right. And I became Yes. And I and I won that match. I became world champion. But no one no one cares to see that, do they? See what happened is Jimmy Blaze saw that. He saw the potential in Rufus Ramon. And he saw how much of a big of a threat he's going to be to not only his favorites, the Kairos of the world, the Kanoas of the world, mm-hmm. the Spades, and the Crossings of the world. What did he do? He brought him back down and he kept him at the bottom of the card. That's really the beginning of the birth of the Battle Cartel. Pissing that man off right there because he, <laughs> he definitely did a number on him. Pissing that man off. Here I come. He pisses me off. That's the birth of the cartel right there. Years and years and years ago, long before we ever put that shirt on. That was the birth right there. Well, and you yourself have been around for quite some time. Very long time. Very long time. <laughs> uh, yes, very myself long time. Myself and Ramon have been around roughly about the same time. Yeah. Myself, I started out, you know, different places, but ended up at Powell, and that's where we connected. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you definitely. Now, with your time off, are you going to kind of like sit back, see what the roster is going to bring? So when you come back, uh, I mean, what's you your plan? What? I mean, who knows if I'll even ever come back? You know, I might just enjoy this vacation maybe forever. No. You know, and maybe, maybe I'll take a look and see what's going on. Maybe I'll pop in. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I mean, it's. Well, you are a busy. You are definitely a busy man. Uh, outside of wrestling, uh, you have. Uh, made a couple films and you are actually on something that is going to be uh, coming out in the near future. Uh, get in that a little bit. I mean, are you going to just, do we see any more uh, Ruthless Ramon Rodriguez in, on the big screen? He's sucking up. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we just want to know a little bit about these movies that we're seeing. Movies or shows that we're seeing here on well, you know, Facebook or YouTube. Or? Yeah, to answer your question, yes. Um, aside from wrestling, I am uh, in the acting business. I am in the acting world. I've been doing it for the last seven, eight years. Um, and just recently, a film came out called Pardon by Grace, starring Joey Lawrence, which you could... Uh, Whoa! No, I said it. That's right. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> which you can see yours truly in that film. You can see it on Amazon Prime. Um, I will be in the new season of Power Force, uh, executive produced by 50 Cent. Nice. All the right. series starts September 1st. Just know you might see me in there. Just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> All right. I'll and definitely uh, tune in on that. I even dabbled into a little writing, which I wrote and uh, wrote, produced, directed, and even acted in my own film called 
Bloodbound, which you can find on YouTube. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I have a lot more talents other than wrestling and being a a pain in Jimmy Jimmy Blaze's side. Yeah, that that you definitely are. Well, on that note, real quick, we're going to do a quick break here and uh, get our sponsors in and so forth. So we will be right back, fans, and we'll come back with Trainwreck. This is Mateo Valentine, and you're listening to the Hillbilly Wreckers podcast. Hillbilly Wrecker fans, are you looking for a fast and delicious meal after a long day at work? Stop by Chicago Pizza Authority on Summit Street in Elgin for the school night special. Just $18.99 for a 16-inch, one-topping, thin-crust pizza, plus your choice of a two-liter of soda. Carry-out and delivery only. All righty there, fans. Now we're going to turn it over to train wrecker here and we're going to just see how talented you are with your knowledge all right today we are going to be playing who went over in this time in wrestling history so uh we got june 28th 1997 wwf at arrowhead pond stadium in anaheim california Swimsuit contest between Sonny, Marlene, uh, China, or Sable. Who won the swimsuit contest? I'm gonna go with Sable on that one. What did you say? Sonny, Marlena, China, or Sable. What year was it? This was 1997. It was the puppies. What happened to uh, I'm gonna go with Sable myself. Sable. All right, hey. we got two Sables. Sable. Sable, all right. Sable definitely won that contest. All right, so we got June 26, 1998, ECW at the CTO Center in Trenton, New Jersey. Spike Dudley versus New Jack. Who went over? Oh, did New Jack ever lose? <laughs> <laughs> New Jack. New Jack. New Jack? Spike been. Dudley what? disqualification. Oh. One by disqualification. Oh, that makes total sense. How is there a disqualification? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the hell happened that day? Was Eric know. Bischoff running that show? What the hell? Uh, who knows? <laughs> All right, we got June 26, 1999, WCW at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We have Diamond Dallas Page for Sting. Who went over? What was, it? What was the name of the show again? It was WCW at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Diamond Dallas Page versus Sting. Well, first thing it's first, Sting! First things first, nothing good happens in Indiana. So Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go, I, I want to say DDP so bad. I, I'm I go feel with DDP. that it, it might have been, been Sting. I'm going to go with DDP. It's a little right. shithole town, DDP. so they wanted to make the people happy. So I'm going to go DDP with Sting. DDP and Sting? Sting by submission. See, what did I say? They wanted to make a little crap cake, you know, little kids happy there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a shit. Oh, damn. Nice on the kids. <coughs> Fuck them. All right. Kids. All right. Salud. There you go. How we doing? How we doing? Yeah. All right. So we got to get right. through this show somehow. Yes. All right. All right. Get through the show somehow. You got yeah. three juice got boxes to go there, yeah. sir. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like... I'm old. Woo! All right, we'll kind of get into this, and then <sighs> after our next little break, there, <laughs> if uh, train wreckers still on, I'm good. I'm a whiskey guy. I don't drink tequila. Uh, but well, you do. Today. Hey, I do today. You do today. Hey, hey, hey. So it's okay. Hey, I'm I hanging out with the cartel. Drink, hey, so. I don't drink tequila either. I I typically drink coffee, but you know what? Today, with I'm with the family. Okay. Got a question for you. How how is it working for these guys? They don't like make you 
make dinner for them or fetch your water or these, anything like that. These are my hermanos, okay? They, they, they are family. They are my brothers. They, when I... just through your cigar roller, pretty much, right? Like, you just, I mean, I see the pictures you post with I mean, the cigars... You know, so, Cuba has great cigars. They do. They exactly. have great so you cigars. have to have a roller. That rich, bold flavor is perfect. Yes. Perfect. And nothing in America, nothing in America can come close to what I bring overseas. But all I'm saying is while I'm gone, you, you better hold that fort down. I got you. Do not let it slip. Make sure he doesn't slip. Make sure you don't let it slip. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. And lose the accent, Kofi. That's funny. <laughs> Do you have more questions? <laughs> that was good. Look what you did. I didn't do anything. Uh, Look what you started. <laughs> he signed your paycheck. Even if he pays you, I don't even know. All right, so I am not going to worry about I am not going to disrespect this man because you work for him. I mean, I don't want to. You know what? If I got these two guys mad, I'm sure my car will be up on blocks before the show is over. Whoa. Whoa. So I'm what just saying, mean, what is that supposed to be? It's already up on blocks. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that, that's why the job you know, it's already We'll add tires to it. But I'm just saying, you know Maybe what I mean? We know guys. What are you saying? I'm just saying that I am not going to disrespect our guests, and I have had to deal, especially with this guy in the past, which, you know, I don't feel like dealing with. He's on a five month suspension, so anything goes. Why you gotta keep throwing it in my face? Why you gotta, you know, you, you're like saying it very like proud about it. You know, I'm not proud months, about it. I'm just stating facts. Why are you smiling, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm just stating facts. I mean, <laughs> I'm why are smiling. You smiling huh? I'm smiling because you're getting drunk off the fumes of that tequila. Hey, you didn't even finish it there, guys. Where is, yeah, you're I mean, still on your first Capri Sun. Why are you trying to talk to me right now? Yes. Well, seriously. You got three Capri Suns to go. I need you at least on a sugar high by the end of this thing. I'm going to call this a Wilford Brimley hour. Diabetes. I don't even get to smoke my cigars in here. Go ahead and put them away. Go to the hospital. Chop off your leg. I was getting kind of like asking, what do you think of the younger uh, talent in PAL? The up and rising Uh, roster coming up. Weak. 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 All of them. Weak. All of them. Yes. Give me a name. I'll tell you what, what I think about them. Axel and Braille. Who? Well, uh, this new guy, up and comer. I don't even know who Axel that is. I don't even know what it is. I want to tell you. Uh, well, I mean, we're supposed to have him on the show, but we yeah, keep we running keep, out of time. Yeah, you know, we're so. running out of time. We're trying to get him booked on here, but we just can't work. He's probably the shits. He, he, All right, well, Bryce, uh, nice he's probably ugly as hell. He's got Chuck's Deluxe. Yeah, Chuck's Deluxe. Chuck. Yeah, you have some history with him. What do you think of him? Chucky. What did I? What did we show you? What we thought about him? I mean. Chucky. Well, I mean, I mean, what we did pretty much tells you what we think about him. Little, right. little, little breaking right. news that I'll give you guys. Let me look at the date and I'll tell you. This is what's going to happen to little Chucky. Jimmy Blaze sent out messages for future matches. And I'm booked against Chucky. Finish <laughs> him off. Kick ah. his ass. Finish him off. Let's, t- let's see. When, uh, when am I going to kick little Chucky's ass? August 11th. I'm fin- whooping his ass. Finish him off. August eleventh, that is the uh, Lakemore Fest. Lakemore Fest will be there. Chucky will get a little bit more of what he had at uh, the Briar House. Me jumping off the top rope. Boom! 
knocking the wind out of his little lungs. I don't know. That's kind of like his home turf out that area. He's, his he home turf is anywhere his mobile home is. Well, currently it's in Lakemore, so. <laughs> they're, all, they're all inbreds over there, so it makes sense. <laughs> all right. Okay. Mom, yes, his brother is. Moondog Murray. Moondog Murray. He's going up again. He, have, he pulled up an upset win over Scott Spade. You know, at the uh, the Pride Show, you better work. He probably got cheated on. It was Brian is rough. Makes sense. There you go. It yeah. could have been possible. But I don't know. Scott's, Scott's the reason he got bloodied up. <coughs> that kid's only claim to fame is that he was a bloody mess in Pow North. And now Scott's going to do the same thing in Pow Central. And maybe we go down to Pow South, he'll do it again over there. Well, another fan favorite. But then, like there's a, a lot of. Well, have you seen the fans? Okay, uh, all right. May, maybe you guys can get along <laughs> with ugly Jay disgusting. Who? He's out of. Uh, been names of people we don't know. We never heard of these guys. Jay Scott. He's another up and right. Who's I figured that Jay Scott. I don't know his band like really sucks though. Is from what I've heard. Jay, but Jay Scott. Jay Scott. The front man, Jay Scott. Next. Jay Scott sounds like something I leave in my underwear when I fart, though. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> wow. I, I, I just Jay Scudded. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I feel like if this show is very up, I'm going to scud I just scud <laughs> oh, Scut your pants. It's a good one. Next. <laughs> Axel Rico. Now, he's he, hurt. Now. What else can we say about him? See, now he, I'll he's got you. some promise. The guy's got Latino blood in him. He could do the right thing. He could join the cartel. Maybe he'll have a future. Eh, but we'll see when he gets, you know, little wing got clipped this uh, past weekend, I guess, and uh, he's a little yeah. hurt. A yeah, broken clavicle or something like that? Heal up, Rico. Maybe when you get better or you, you know, grow a set, maybe you'll step up to Ramon. Uh, okay. And then, of course, the one and only Mason Perks. Who? I know Mason. Mason. I beat Mason up and down that ring for the first year he started in this company. I he got scared and ran off the floor like a little bitch. <laughs> I even <laughs> what I a terrible state. I even bloodied his face in front of his mom. What does that tell you? <laughs> oh, I remember his mom cheering for that too. Yeah, she and did. I'd kick his ass. She did. <laughs> I don't think so. I think she was cheering for me actually. Yeah, yeah. she, she gave me that look. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Big man Tommy you were Rick giving her the old, yeah. uh, the old like, shimmy, yeah. the, the old Eddie Guerrero, yeah. Yeah. Latino yeah. heat going. Mason, tell your mind, hello. <laughs> All right, who else you got? I said Tommy McCobb. Scary big man. I like Tom. He gives bugs to kids. I like Tom. Tom's a nice guy. He's got potential. He's He's got potential. Yeah. I mean, what else can we say? The guy paints himself. You know, looking like a skull. It's a little scary sometimes. He's got promise. And he just needs to, you know, stand on his own two feet. I feel like sometimes people like gravitate towards other people just because they can't do it on their own. Kazile, he's amazing, but Tommy, I think he could be the next one of the best big men in the Midwest if he just stands on his own and you know finds his own identity. There you go. Now, yes, uh, Cobb and Kazile, they both got a lot of. Uh, I can see them doing some things, you know. Kazile, shave your fucking head, man. Come on. <laughs> Mother Nature called a long time ago. You just haven't picked up the call. That's <laughs> it. You're following the footsteps of your old man, bro. Let it go. Wow. <laughs> That's it. 
Well, good thing I guess. I'll drink uh, to that. Tre- I guess you know it's a good thing Trevor's in uh, Sarasota, Florida, right now. He should have left a long time ago. He overstayed his welcome a long time ago. The, the vigilante's gone. That's it. <laughs> okay. Trevor was my neighbor. He's a vigilante. He's a vigilante. <laughs> That's what he's known for in the neighborhood. <laughs> Out there beating up crackheads in Seven Eleven. <laughs> That part I don't know. Um, I have to go out to WCW. You know, I was WCW. Now, what a crack. What, what do you guys think some size, of kid. this new faction that Chris Hedford came up with? Acid Jazz, Sean Priest, Tyler Sullivan, Logan Steele. Logan Steele. I mean, right. which is a, a name that has come out of the blue, which really nobody knows. But this whole faction like, that I feel like this this faction like on picture can be perfect, but uh, I don't know they're, they're missing a little something. They're missing someone at the very top, a little spice, a little spice, maybe a little something better. Every single person in that in that faction, they're all big hitters. Yeah, they could all do great things. I just don't have them run, you know, against the battle with cartel. We don't have to put them in their place. Let them stay in their lane, and they'll be fine. So well, you first guys of all, Chris, he's another one. He's another one that tried to make our lives live in hell. Now he wants to come to the dark side. You know, he he doesn't know what he wants. I mean, I know, I I, I know that's your little boy, but come on, make up your damn mind, Chris. You know, you going left, you going right. Okay. You know, we, we were trying to tell you since day one about Jimmy, and look what happened. I told you, you fell I mean, flat saw, on your face. He, he Look saw what happened. Light, he went to freaking Party City, picked up a little ugly hat, a little ugly face, and he went out there and he was trying to be a bad guy. He's got a lot to learn about being a bad guy. That's well, it. And then... I don't know. I Acid mean, Jazz, I, you can't take nothing away from Acid Jazz. Acid Jazz is one of the greats in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, what he's running around with a damn wig for, I don't know. We all know you're bald, bro, just like me. All right? <laughs> Leave the wig at home. All right, that's it. Let it go. You know? Uh... Priest is just goddamn scary. That guy, that's the it. size that yeah. he has, and the way he moves in that ring—that voodoo, that's that it. Voodoo aside, and bro. he can get away with white face. Yeah. Not a lot of people yeah. can do that. Tyler Sullivan can't say can't say much about Tyler other than the fact that he is by far one of the very best in the Midwest. Yes, every person that stands in the ring against him finds that out. No, absolutely. I think he's, he's absolutely- very underrated. As a whole, when you think about everyone that's in the Midwest, all mm-hmm. the top names when people you know talk about like who's who, uh, nobody ever mentions Tyler. But I can tell you without a shadow of that, when I think about the best in the Midwest, Tyler goes out there and busts his ass and does yeah. stupid matches that he should probably be doing because right. mm-hmm. he's so goddamn gifted in that ring. Right. And then this new guy, what's the new guy's name? Logan Steele. Logan Steele. Uh, some about him. I don't know. First, first of all, he needs to give his little brothers back his shirt. All right, and I mean, yeah, he doesn't look kind of familiar. Yeah, I mean, about. the guy's strong as a ox, though. Yeah, like, I mean, I've seen some of the videos he posts. The guy can lift. He's great. He's gonna manhandle people in that ring. He looks. He looks familiar. Something about him. I, I, I've seen this kid before. I've seen him. I feel like I've seen him in a really like a perfect picture somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It'll come to you later, but yeah. But yeah. these this group looks like they have some kind of potential, but you know. Well, like he says, I mean, don't you think that with this faction is gonna kinda like make it harder for you guys to no. get any type no. of title no. shot? I mean, no. I mean you try to say no. I don't think you understand. <laughs> Look. Okay. I, I, 
Well, I mean, I, I feel like any time you guys never won. ends. Okay, just because just because we got screwed out of the tag team titles, and IPA now holds them, doesn't mean we're going to stop. This isn't the end of the Bad Amre Cartel. We will always be hungry for gold. We will always have a game plan. We will always bounce back, and we will always be number one. Well, you're not number one right now. For so. now. For now. Yeah. For at least another five months. <laughs> at least. At, at least until August 11th when we get the shit out. August 11th. Come back. You can kill chucks. Maybe I'll be back August 11th. Maybe I'll be back a lot earlier. Maybe back a little later. I don't know. I'll take my time. But when we do come back, the cartel will always leave a mark in time. Simple as that. Okay, well, we'll definitely have to see what you guys are going to do when you come back. Time will tell. All I can say is Chris did surround himself with a lot of talent. I just feel that this faction is on a rise. Yes, I know he's my kid, and maybe he's pulled a couple tricks you know, from his sleeve that he's That's seen me. bringing him up. I mean, what else? I mean, who cares about that faction, really? We're here to talk about the Bottom Cartel. He's talking about right. his kid. That's nepotism. I'm trying to relive his glory days through his son. He's he's, he's old and decrepit, and his his glory days are behind him, and he's he's reminiscing. I wouldn't go that far. Do you see see yourself in your kid? Well, wait a minute. Just because this old dog is sitting on the porch doesn't mean he doesn't have any bite left in him. So, did you also leave your? What is your bite? You haven't even finished your first Capri Sun, huh? I paced myself. Face yourself. Right. You didn't even finish your tequila. Yeah. Mr. Just, I, I'm saving it for later. Hey. And, and well, there's and, a whole bottle. Okay. Hey, why do you have two beer cans hey. full that are open? Both full. Hey, if you're going to make one, hey, you man, look, finish your beer, that you're going to finish yeah. Yeah. Give it back. Give it back. Give it back. Why are you giving away my liquor, huh? I'm not giving away your liquor. He's the one. You chose him. You chose him. I'm having serious thoughts of Taking that back. Here. You chose him. You know I drink cafe. Drink that. Drink that now. Here. No, the other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Cheers to your accent. There you go. Now you can have the beer back. There you go, Kofi. There you go. Come on. Okay. Are we cheers again? There we go. Awesome. All right. I liked it. Learn <laughs> to keep your mouth shut. I mean, look, I I you let me into trouble. Has any of your guests ever brought you? Actually, no, I mean no. we bring a pizza. And, yes, we bring and a pizza. So we don't brought you guys anything. No, no. So. You, you give garbage pizza, and 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 what? What even drink is that? It's off brand. Well, I mean, it's lemonade, cherry, cherry, cherry coke. Cherry coke. If you, I, I don't think is that even real coke. Can you afford the real coke in this well, economy? It's from CPA yeah. sponsor. So nice yeah. sponsor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you need money. You did, you're that well, poor? No, not really. We just get free pizza. Yeah. He knows about her. He know he knows he knows about the real coke. He's from Cuba. Come on. Yeah. yeah. We cook amazing food. Amazing food. Nothing. You're nothing you have compares to what we have. Yeah, well CPA pizza is pretty pretty, pretty good, good, yeah. So, CPA yeah. pizza. I'll make a Cuban pizza and blow them out of the water. Just wait. Okay. Okay. My other's cooking show coming soon. What other question you have for us? Let's <laughs> oh, get boring. We're going to drink some more. Looks That's it. Well, I'll tell you what. As you guys are pouring yourself a drink, we're going to go ahead and do one more quick little break when we come back. 
we are going to jump back to uh, records rapid questions and uh, take it from there. So fans will be right back. Hey everybody, this is referee Brian Allen. You're listening to Hillbilly Wreckers podcast. Fans, we know that sometimes life can throw some curveballs. If you're in need of family law advice, talk to Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. All righty, we are back, and I'm telling you, this uh, conversation uh, is definitely taking a lot of turns. And speaking of turns, it is Train Wreckers' turn to give off his Wreckers Rapid Questions. All right, guys, time for three rapid wrecking questions uh, with our guest, BHC. All right, guys, what is your favorite breakfast item? My wife. Okay. Oh, all right. There you go. All that's right. one. All right. That's good. Yeah. That's what is one. your uh, favorite I, I fast can't food? Even uh, answer. I'm like, what am I supposed to say? Oh, pancakes? Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk that. Easy. All right. Okay, all right. All right. Well, then What's your uh, your favorite is fast that food? That's better than. Never mind. All right. hey, what, you know what? <laughs> what's your favorite fast food or restaurant to hit up after a show? Uh, and what are you getting? You say your wife again. I'm gonna. I was gonna say my in my room with my wife. Never mind. Next, all I right. wanted to say the we'll all, right. Top that. all right. And uh, who was your uh, wrestling idol growing up? Your wife? No, nah, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll take all right. that. So this is a this is a fun question. This is a fun a question that you ask. So I get into arguments with people when they talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There, you can't when people just kind of generalize pro wrestling as a whole then you have to choose your overall favorite. And a lot of people go, oh, Hulk Hogan, oh, Ric Flair, oh, this guy, oh, so-and-so, Undertaker, Ric Flair, Charles. Well, I can't just do that because it's so unfair for everyone because there's a different style, different this, different that. A lot of guys are really good at one item and they're really really good at another, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of times I have favorites for different things. Mm -hmm. You can't just say best pro wrestler because, for example, let's take Ric Flair for, for, you know, whatever. The guy was like Mr. Iron Man back in the day. Before the Iron Man match was ever even a thing, this guy was already having one-hour matches like, right. and like on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. This guy was like the epitome of what a wrestler should be, right? He had the gimmick. He had the promos. But who was better at the promos than him? Dusty was alive during that time. Right. And Dusty put him in his place during promos as far as my opinion is concerned. Right. Mm-hmm. However... Dusty was never considered one of the all-time greats like an overall wrestler because a lot of times people would like focus on his physique. He couldn't do this, he couldn't do that. But man, couldn't talk people into the locker, into the into the you know building. So I, I always, based on that, said I'm like, who was more entertaining because of what? Right? Mm-hmm. My all-time favorite has always been Roddy Piper, but Roddy was never that great in the ring when you consider him like when you put him in comparison to like the Bret Hart's, the Shawn Michaels, the Ric Flair's of the world. Right. But Roddy was like the best heel. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no one that would touch him as far as I'm concerned. But then you move on to a different generation. And the different generation, you ask somebody younger, is like, hey, who's your favorite? They're going to say, oh, you know, it's The Rock. It's this guy. Right. But to an older generation, that guy doesn't even, that's not even in our radar. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, so that's such a weird question to ever ask. Mm-hmm. I have favorites for a lot of different things. Uh-huh. Um. I know this one's a really odd one, but my all-time favorite's always been Triple H and or Rob Van Dam, depending on when you have it. Yeah. But Eddie Guerrero is one of my all-time favorites. I never cried for anything that's ever happened in pro wrestling until Eddie Guerrero died. That's how right. I knew I had such a strong connection mm-hmm. to that character, to that person. Like, the guy was amazing in the ring. His promos were great, and you can connect with people, but 
do we consider him one of the best promo guys on you know, ever? No. Mm-hmm. No one ever talks about his promos. Everyone talks about his in-ring ability, right? Right. As far as best overall, I always think you have to have the overall package. But when you break it down, there's really good certain things. In-ring, so hard to like go against like a Kurt Angle. Right. So, oh, yeah. Promo-wise, you got Dusty and The Rock, who I, I think are the number one and two. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's anyone even close to that. I'm like, there's a Jericho, there's a CM Punk who I despise, but the guys are freaking amazing on the mic. So that's a really strange question. I can't answer that because no, we, no, I, we can have a conversation all day. The, all day. Yeah. Who was best? Who was this? Who was that? I mean, it's so strange. Like, mm-hmm. I have favorites. For, like, you name it. Like, oh, who was this guy? Who was your favorite hot flyer? Who was this? Who was that? I'll sit here and have a conversation where I have a top three or even more just in that category alone, you know? Right. So it's no, time. hey, no, I love it. I love the answer. I love it. So yeah, this will be rapid fire, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I well, we'll cut it off there. And be like, I'm hey, drinking. You, you know what? You got me talking. <laughs> then, yeah, for the first time, it's not about Jimmy Blaze's punk ass. So hey, there we go. Now we're gonna talk. Yeah, let's talk. Well, we could be it. like, hey, find out what uh, Xavier's uh, well, you know what? answer it, was by it, tuning in. So right? you know, you did you know talk what? about as much as you guys probably don't know this, but. When it comes to wrestling knowledge and you know just yeah uh, just like the, the deep roots of wrestling, you'd be surprised mm-hmm. how much Xavier knows. Which is one reason why we teamed up in the first place. I mean, who is better to team up with than someone who knows the ins and outs of professional wrestling? Uh, true, yeah. and I can vouch that uh, long before Ruthless Ramon Rodriguez, Xavier and I have crossed paths. We have been on a couple shows together, and even. Uh, in the middle of a parking lot with no sound. <laughs> so, uh, yes, he does have the experience, and uh, he knows his way around the ring. So, I, you definitely have the right person in your corner. I'm now, still, Marauder, I'm you know, iffy about this guy. You, you still got your your beer that you got like an hour ago. So. I'm working on it. Hey, man, listen, well, he. Well, here, let's uh, cheers to uh, uh, are we, a new are we shot. Are we filling your uh, glass there, guy, or what's we, going on here? We're putting in a baby drop. Oh, we done? All right. <laughs> hey, I'm almost done with my Capri Sun. You know, I would love to see you up against the shot of Cuban coffee. Huh? Let's, let's, get, get, uh, get, get Kingston Jr. a juice box. And I don't mean Eddie. I mean the other Kingston. <laughs> there you go. Uh, getting back to... Alright boys. There you go. Another another one. Yay! Oh, we gotta wait. I'm fumbling, I'm fumbling. We did a premature cheer. This bottle came straight from Mexico, FYI. Nice. Did you notice the lucha mask on it? Yes. Do you think that uh mic work, like he said, Dusty's best on the mic now? Do you think that is something (coughs) about a raw start? Yes. Yes. Look, this may be a shot to a lot of people in the locker room. And other locker rooms, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Uh, I love running my mouth in terms of uh, cutting a promo, right? But unless you're doing it live, and there's no other takes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see some of the promos that some of the boys, you know, post up, and I cringe. Uh, I look at them and I hear every single word that they say, and I think to myself, "Is this really the best you can put up online?" Everyone online is going to judge you by what you post. Mm-hmm. You literally cut this promo from home. And you have the ability to say, 
that was awesome. Okay, maybe that wasn't awesome. Maybe I can tweak this. Maybe I can tweak that and post your best foot. As a worker, you always want to put your best foot forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I just cringe at the fact that sometimes some of the boys post up the most god-awful promos. And we, as fans, as other you know fellow workers, have to sit through their fucking garbage. You know, sometimes... Cut your stuff. And I'm guilty. There's sometimes I post up some stuff and it's late in the day or whatever. I cut promo a couple of times and I go, you know what? That's it. I'm done. And I'll post it. Maybe it's not my best work. Right. But I know that I've tried it enough times where I, I tweaked it enough where I know it's better than most. And I've cut promos where the moment after the first take I'm done, I'm like, God damn it. That was horrible. I could do better. And then I do. And then there are promos that I hit a home run on the first try. And I'm like, geez, I don't think I can do it better than that. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it to the air, right? I've seen promos where people just like fumble over their words or uh, stuff just doesn't make sense. Or maybe they cut this amazing promo for the first half of that. And then they should have cut it. And then they keep talking and just completely destroy, just destroy what yep. they had. I, I've seen that. Um and this doesn't come from Xavier the character. This comes from Xavier the Matt. Sometimes, guys, just look over your stuff and see what you're posting up there and kind of decide if it's worthwhile, if it's your best foot forward, and post them up. And this goes to not only the rookies. A lot of the vets, sometimes we're guilty of that too. You know, yeah. we, we, uh, There's a lot of pride in what we do, mm. and we don't like to be told that we're wrong, but sometimes the very top of the card will – Put out some stinkers. No, nah, well, it, it happens God, all the time. Please stop doing promos out of your car, you know, because <laughs> obviously the professional wrestling has gotten a lot bigger. Right. You know, before all you had was WWE. Now you got AEW. Now you got uh, Impact. Now you got NWA. So you got so much other, uh, so much other uh, companies you can put right. your stuff out to. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only the thing they're looking for is something different. What can you give? them that's something different right you're sitting there and you're posting you're you're doing 18 super kicks in a match and you know canadian destroyed you know it's like and you're kicking out and you're kicking out it's yeah. like everyone you know it's like do something you know like i feel like the people have lost the art of actually selling mm-hmm. actually telling the story mm-hmm. you yeah. know it's like now it's just big move up big move up big move up it's like you're right. not selling you're not you're not giving the, the the audience a time to register what's going on. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, it's it somehow back in the day, uh, like the superplex from the Super Destroyers. Okay, if you know your wrestling history, you're shaking your head yes. Suplex off, off top rope. One, two, three. Done. Now it's a everyday yeah. move. Pile driver. Done. People are taking half a dozen of them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like uh, DDTs. Back in the day... Nobody got up from a DDT. Yeah, yeah. Look at the super kick, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. super kick, boom. That was that was it. You're now you see like forty five super kicks in one match. match. There's yeah. a resurgence of like some like classic moves that are coming out now where people are like getting pinned by them, and I like seeing that because mm-hmm. I'm like this is awesome because somebody's paying attention and they're realizing that maybe doing something so simple is going to be so fresh now. And I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, because you know everyone shits on AEW so much. Uh, I'm one of them. I, I'm not a huge fan of that product. A lot of times I sit through some of their uh, shows and I see so many of the same moves done by A, match one, match two, is doing a lot of the same things. And then all of a sudden you go to the main event and they're still doing the same stuff that was done before. Right. And it's like, is there any difference, guys? Like, what's going on? 
I remember as a fan going to indie shows, going to big fan shows like both WCW and WWE and ECW. Man, I love the ECW shows. I thought it, but I remember going to these shows, and a lot of times it wasn't the moves that were like drawing me in, and it wasn't the character. A lot of times it was just a spot, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was just a way that somebody did something right. that was unique enough to make me go on the drive home. Damn, that was really good. That guy did this in this certain way. Right. A lot of times it was Eddie Guerrero doing those things. You know? right. It was like a lot of times it was those unique, really good guys, the uh, the cream of the crop, so to speak. Yeah. They were doing moves in such a unique way that those were the things that I remember going on. It wasn't the characters. It wasn't like this over-the-top type stuff. It wasn't the repetitive nature. So a lot of times now when I see the shows – whether I'm part of them or whether I'm taking my son to a show, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm going like, these guys are murdering each other. But when I'm leaving here, I'm not going to remember a goddamn mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But I'm going to remember this guy that just came out and was silly and did this little thing yeah. that was so cool that I'm like, hey, you see that? And I tell my kid, I'm like, see that right there? That was so cool. And he's like, yeah, that was awesome. We remember the smallest thing. right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be murder in the ring all the time, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, like you said, something different. Uh, two more people that are homegrown, the brothers of construction, the clown gimmick, you know, and they could wrestle. They could yeah, wrestle. It reminded me of this guy. Uh, it was, it was like a cowboy, and the other guy was like an Indian. Man, that tactic was really good. Cowboy back in the day. Indian, yeah. They remind me of those guys. Yeah, either yeah. way, they're both. They're both those. Both. They're, they're good. They're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. 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 But no, my head's off to them. They. Uh, they are definitely doing their thing. Busting uh, ass anywhere they yeah. go is pretty much and what they're doing. are representing the Midwest in the best way possible. Yes. Um, back in the day, <laughs> you had a guy like Ali before he ever was signed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know everything comes in sequences. Like, you know, there's a guy that's really hot at a point in time. And everyone goes, oh, that's what the Chicago scene is like, or that's whatever scene may be like, right? So everyone refers right. to that person, and they go, yeah. that's the style yeah. that Chicago is doing. It may not be, but that's who right. represents our town right now, right? Well, there's a lot of really good talent in Chicagoland right now. And, you know, you see them uh, pop up on AEW or WWE as extras or whatnot. But a lot of times people kind of judge our style or judge our, our area by them. But God damn it, those clowns? Yeah, they are putting the best foot forward, like I mentioned, and they're like really showcasing what the Midwest is all yeah, about. I would not be surprised if we see them on TV in the near future. Oh yeah, yeah. On, on a higher stage, you know, because they they do, you know, uh, obviously we know we know the men behind behind the paint, and yeah, uh, we know that the the time they put in, and uh, you know how much you know they busted their ass for as long as them. We know how long they've been in the business, and mm-hmm. they deserve it. They deserve to be where they're at right now. And they, I mean, their their work has paid off for them. Right. No, absolutely. And they, uh, they, they, they still got, you know, a lot of gas in the tank. Yeah. You know, and they actually work smart. Yes. You know, their matches, they get the point across, they tell the story, and they're not killing themselves. They're re- they really are not, you know. It's an and old school feel with a new age vibe. Not too, a lot you know? of people can pull off a clown no, yeah, in the uh, shoes and everything, uh, completely a hundred percent full clown. When people think clowns, obviously everyone's going to go to Doink. Yeah. But I've seen several clowns in the Indies for years, right? And a lot of people redo the Doink character. 
Mm-hmm. And they go out there, they perform, and they just half-ass it, or they don't really commit to it. Right. That word right there is key, commit. Commit. Yeah. The fact that they are wearing legit clown shoes yeah. mm-hmm. and are able to do the Size moves. Size 22s or yeah, something. And able to do the moves that each and every one of us do on a regular day-to-day basis. And we take it for granted. All the stuff we do, we're like, hey, it's just second nature, right? They have to relearn Everything basically. Yeah. Doing it that and we do it, we're we're tripping, we're falling, we can't do it. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. The fact that Yabo, who was first to that gimmick, came along, basically reinvented the wheel. Yes. I have never seen anyone pull that clown gimmick off so good and so natural. Yeah. And then, you know, to get his brother to come in and do that, it, it's just a perfect tandem yes. right there. It I is. can't say anything you know, uh, better about them other than that's just yeah. a match made in heaven. Those two guys are awesome, and I'm very, very happy that they're representing the Midwest the way they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, hopefully that puts more eyes on the rest of the boys here in the Midwest. You know? yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll see how it pans out because, like you said, there are a ton of great talent out here. Can I we mean, go back to talking trash about Jimmy Blaze? I hate saying good things about yeah. people. It always makes me feel unnatural. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys <laughs> could say whatever you want. And- <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, I got uh, a we question that I want to do. We don't do Kumbaya. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't do Kumbaya. It's so strange. I feel dirty. Here's something. Take a shower after this. Get all that niceness off you. All that niceness. What is your key to the longevity and the promotion? Like you said, uh, to me, it's keep it basic. Don't go out there and Mm -hmm. do some dumb shit, trying to kill yourself every match just to uh, put it out on social media and say, hey, look, I'm trying to get this to go viral. It's like, you know, um, I've done a lot of dumb stuff in in the past uh, in the ring, um, which to this day I regret. Um, but the the last half of my career, as I've been going in 15 years, actually since my, my first daughter was born, uh, I changed it up. I watch High Russell. I don't do nothing stupid. I keep it very basic. Uh, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that uh, is the, one of the keys to, to longevity. Right. You know? and, and yeah, like a franchise of power entertainment franchise again it's the franchise he's rolling the hillbilly off his tongue come on, see i'm gonna tell you dude I'm the louisiana education there, louisiana. it's really lousy you know, but you know well, um, no, going back <laughs> just this is, you are maybe you a, have too much capri sun <laughs> sugar levels are a little through right. the roof um, but like i said it, it goes back to the stories of taking your time with everything yeah. you don't have to do 18 moves in a match you know keeping everything very simple Keep it, keep the pace slow. Give, giving the audience time to register every little thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do so much more with one punch than you can with a freaking Canadian destroyer. You know, yeah. that's how you do it, and you know when you do it, and where where it makes sense in the story. Right. You know, I feel like that's you said that's one of the things. That's been yeah, it's a, with you just being with the company so long, you know, and not many. You know, he like says everybody, all of us here has seen the people come and go. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm here for six months. Hey, I'm here for, you know, right, two right, months, right. Yeah. you know. To watch the company evolve from then to with the talent of Chris Cairo, Forsaken, Kanoa, <clears throat> yourself, uh, Rough Crossing, you know, all them guys. To Where's now, Ruff gone? I haven't seen Ruff. do you see yourself for another, continuing for another five, six, seven years, you know, with power? Um, we're going to ride off in the sunset on another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, 
Yeah, my dream is just to get the uh, that right phone call for a movie where I could right. ride off into the sunset and yeah, you know. But as far as uh, in you know, being in the ring, honestly, I'm kind of taking it year by year. Right. I don't have like a, a set goal, like you know, next five years. Next, honestly, I don't, I don't see myself being uh, in the ring in the next five years. Okay. So I'm kind of just taking it year by year. There you go. Uh, and see what happens. I'd rather you know, somewhere else. Since so- Jimmy Blaze doesn't want to have me around. Um, or maybe, you know, maybe I'll just come and, maybe I'll just come surprised, you know, yeah, show time. up, show show up. up maybe just... we'll start a better podcast than this one. Who yeah, knows? that's what I'm saying. Oh, I mean, hey. That's hey, what hey, now. I mean, you're yeah. invited, but. The poor right, medical I mean, podcast. I mean, just don't, you know, don't. I don't know about, you, you know, know, you could go to Cuba and start a podcast. I'm sure they have we don't, two we or don't, three radios in that country. We don't, we don't, we don't have any internet connection out there. Wow. All right, all right, right. Well, yeah. I can hang with you guys. Take a shot for shot. Well, I can tell you this much, Rucker. You were here before. You're definitely here. All right, I moved I up. You, right. I mean, you were never even there, but I mean, if you can go there. any lower, as long as I'm moving up, that's I'm happy with I'm that. still around. But you know what? I, I tell you what, it's kind of yeah. like you're not you're not hiding shots over here. No, no, <laughs> no I'm not. No, just you're not, you're you're not, like you're, you're uh, not, you're like not your partner over here. Yeah, right. He's not hiding shots over like true freaking accents either, huh? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <sighs> I'm you. I tell you what, let's let's start winding this down. Give us a good Chicago indie show story that you've been around. Come on, we're gonna wind it off on somewhat of a nice little story note here. I don't like, I don't like nice. You don't like nice. But, you know, uh, tell a bad story on somebody. That's good. I'm sure that will just make us all laugh. Hey, what about that one story about your neighbor? (laughs) (laughs) I got got a lot of fun stories. I mean, all of us. I mean, we all all of us have been in a car somewhere driving a million miles an hour. Who knows? Going to the next town. All of us have stories. Obviously, these are really fun stories or really crappy stories, whatever it may be. But I have a I have a neighbor. This was going to be the uh, the prelude to my fun story. There's a story right. that I want to tell that involves you, Nick. Ah. Um, and you're, you're giggling because you already know which one it is. Uh, but yeah, there. Let's just call your neighbor Bry Guy. Uh, my, my, my neighbor Bry Guy in the, in, in the neighborhood. He's uh, considered a vigilante. You know, he's one of the boys. Uh-huh. He's out there defending the streets uh, from crackheads at 7 Eleven. I mean, he recently moved away. and the neighborhood has not been the same since he's been gone. Uh, Crackheads have uh, swarmed the neighborhood. Yeah, Crackheads have over, you know swarmed the neighborhood. I, I fear for my safety when I walk at night, not you know knowing that he's not Especially there anymore to protect up. us. Yeah, you know when he was out there, and I could see I Batman the sign in the you know in the sky that said WCW. I'm right, guy. I could, oh God, I, I would walk. The streets confidently, knowing that someone out there was protecting us. You know, someone wholesome, someone amazing who looks great in underwear tights. Oh um, I mean, nowadays there's no one like that in the neighborhood. I could, you know, I can definitely see the change. People in the neighborhood, they're, they're you can see the fear in their eyes. <laughs> but anyhow, um, let's talk about you, Nick. Uh, I'm right. uh, Years ago, fun little wrestling story. Uh, years ago, yes, me and you were at a show at the Soldier Field, well, the parking lot of Soldier Field, Pan American Fest. Honestly, I don't even remember the name of the show. I don't know who I ran just, it. Oh yeah, Ulysses. Yeah, so. it was a, a lucha show, and 
I don't know how many of the workers out there have ever experienced a lucha show or, or a lucha ring. Man, those hurt. Uh, but, uh, I mean, everyone that has had a lucha show probably has an experience that a story they can tell. But anyhow, uh, we were having a show there, uh, and uh, the uh, locker room was literally a small plastic tent that was like, the temperature inside of it was probably as hot as Satan's asshole. And uh, everyone in there was sweating up a storm. And I was a rookie. And I was still kind of like, you know, getting to know the business and uh, seeing everyone and just smiling. Just always like, you know, good attitude about everything. And I was freaking out because I found out that there was no sound, no music, no nothing. And I was supposed to cut a promo that day as a manager. I came into this business as a manager. And uh, I was supposed to cut a promo to kind of you know, get some heat from the crowd and uh, with no microphone, I'm like, how are they supposed to hear me? Because, I mean, it was a, it was a solid, you know, it was thousands of people waiting for this soccer game, so no one was going to hear me. They were all right. yelling whatever it was that they were yelling. <laughs> right. And uh, I tell the person that I was managing that day, uh, Malachi, I said, I'm like, hey, uh, there's no there's no sound. There's, there's no microphone. There's nothing. How are we supposed to come off as the villains, you know, of the, of the story? If they can't tell, and on top of that, it was mostly Latino people in the crowd, so they're gonna see brown skinned people walking out, and they're just gonna cheer us because we're some of them, you know. <laughs> and uh, he had no interest in hearing how I was gonna do it. He just wanted it to get done. He right. said he was trying to get ready. He was trying to like get his mind focused on the match. So I came out there, and I was just like freaking out, sweating bullets in that little tiny hellhole of a freaking locker room. And uh, I just remember looking in the crowd, and I said, I'm like, oh man. I got this idea. I see this guy wearing a Mexico-colored uh, sombrero. And I walk into the locker room, excited, telling him that I have an idea. He didn't want to hear it. He goes, whatever, 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 man. That's fine. That's fine. Well, just whatever you want to do is fine. And I said, fine. Just follow my lead. If you don't want to know what I'm going to do, you might as well just follow my lead. And, you know, back then, I knew he would. Uh -huh. So I had no... Uh, <laughs> I had definitely... All the confidence in the world that he was going to go along with it, because whatever my wild ideas were, and he knew that some of my ideas were a little bit outside <laughs> the box. You know, I, I like to piss people off, so uh, we go out there. Obviously, there's no introduction. We just kind of walk out to the ring, and everybody's kind of seeing us. They're high fiving us again. There's all Latinos in the crowd, so they're like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> we're high fiving everyone." And I'm walking, making my way around the ring, and I see this guy with the hat, you know, the sombrero. And, you know, I'm, I'm in kind of baby face mode. And I say, hey, let me use your sombrero. The guy's all excited. Yeah, I'm the wrestler who's using my sombrero. Gives me the sombrero. I put it on. I'm happy. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's having a blast. Everyone's, you know, having a good time. We make our way into the ring. Malachi is following my lead. And at this point in time, I'm pretty sure he's wondering, what the fuck is he doing with his sombrero? We're supposed to be heels. And he's over here pandering to the crowd. So, you know, I'm walking around, I'm like doing my thing, and I kind of whisper, I'm like, hey, follow my lead. He's like, okay. I put the sombrero on the ground, and I proceed to spit on it. Just this big, freaking loony. I'm looking at you, and I'm like, oh. The moment the loogie hits that, the crowd goes silent for a split moment. I think they were like, Trying to figure out process what they just saw. They're like, this <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. And boom, they begin to boo. At the moment they begin to boo, we start stomping all over the sombrero, basically stomping on the flag of Mexico. Yeah. 
So now they're confused why these two Mexicans are stomping on this flag. But at that point in time, to kind of grasp the idea of what, why we did that, uh, my original character in pro wrestling was an anti-Mexican Mexican at Lucha shows. Okay? So I actually was coming out to the ring at that time with a suit and tie. I had a little American yes. flag yes, on, you my, did. on yeah. my suit. And uh, I would come out at Lucha shows and basically tell people, you know, that they needed papers, they needed this, and they were illegals and whatnot. And I used to get booed. Like, they're like, how is this asshole, the same color as us, talking trash to us? Right. You know? So that was kind of the gimmick. So this kind of fed right into that gimmick as, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, racist as it may be. Obviously, it was all part of the show. I didn't mean any of that. But... Um, when that happened and we stomped it, I just remember looking at his face and he had this look like, uh, this is going to be messed up. <laughs> but he well, knew he what, went, I, he, he he knew what I was it. about and he he was, he's cut from the same, you know, fat, oh, same yeah. cloth as me. So he was just like, eh, F it, you know, whatever. So we stomp on this thing <laughs> and then he takes it to that next level. I yeah. just stomped at it because that was what my lead was. But like I said, when I told him, follow my lead. He definitely did because he reached then he, down then he took it and you he up. just ripped the thing to shreds. Uh-huh. <laughs> At that point in time, I'm laughing because I'm like, man, he really did. And I'm standing in the corner in sheer amazement because <laughs> I know I'm watching the guy that he took that sombrero from. And he, he was like, all of a sudden. Is his demeanor changed? Everybody's I, mad. I don't speak Spanish <laughs> whatsoever. But you understood. Uh, I understood that they were pissed. <laughs> so everything, to give everyone a little bit of context of what's happening here, this festival was right before a soccer game. Yeah. So they had all these vendors there. And there was vendors that had food, you know, beverages, whatever it was. But everything under the sun was there. So whatever was in their hands At all that of time. a sudden got pelted us, just thrown oh. right into the ring. <laughs> and I just remember getting hit, but I wasn't mad. I was so freaking happy. <laughs> because did. at that moment in time, I connected. I went, oh, my God, I didn't have a microphone. There was no music. These fans didn't know that I was the bad guy. But now they fucking know that I'm the bad guy. I'm, I'm so over right now. Well, it wasn't that. You know, it was one of those moments, like Scarface moments, like when they look at me, you know. Yeah. Like I want them to know that I'm the bad guy. Yeah. And at that moment, everybody just starts throwing everything at us. And we're just getting hit. I'm laughing inside going like, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Zeus is laughing, gotcha. And then we turn around, we look at Nick, and he's like, motherfuckers. <laughs> he's dodging everything that comes his way. Ah, he's so mad at us. I'm laughing going like, this referee, poor referee, is getting his ass kicked. Oh, my God. All these items, boom, 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 boom. I, I couldn't. I'm like, I, I didn't hardly didn't know them. Really, I mean, not the way you know today, but it's like, yes, I was mad. I'm like, I'm getting shit thrown on me and smelling like beer and all that. I'm downtown, and it's just like, it's just, I'm looking at them, you motherfuckers, fuck, you know, I'm, I'm kicking shit out of the way, you know. I felt, I felt like Scott Hall when he got yeah. hit in the head with that coke, and, and he just kept cool. going. Yeah. I remember just going like. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> no, 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 no. One of those moments, like Hogan moments, Bash at the Beach when he's getting all that crap thrown at him. Yeah. I know it sucks to like compare myself to that. It wasn't that I'm comparing but myself he's to like that moment. Yes, yeah. that was my Bash at the Beach. You know, right. that was yeah. my moment like that. And I was like, I mean, I've had moments since then. We talked about Paul driving Sandy how like you know people were so angry at yeah. us. Like people oh, tried going into the locker room to fight. Yeah, I had a, I had a like. Go out there and do security control yeah. because it was bad. I had the twins, the twins, twins. swung at me. Smoothie's losing his goddamn mind. Yeah, other <laughs> fans are getting out there. Tiny had to get involved. These are it was yeah. absolutely batshit crazy. These yes. are the moments, and I swear, like I can have victories, I can have great matches, we can have great moments, but. It's weird that my most <coughs> treasured wrestling memories are pissing people off and getting genuine reactions where they go, God, I want to fucking punch this guy. Yeah. And the funny part was me and me and Xavier, we're, after that happened, we're in the locker room. We're literally... We're just getting dressed. We're getting dressed <laughs> and we're having a beer. Like, not all we hear is just thuds and noise. Chaos. And we don't we just know what's going on. And we're just like, you know, we're just shooting the shit me and him. And all of a sudden, like there's a there's a fight going fight going on upstairs. Yeah, chairs thrown. Involved like, me. Oh, yeah, Involved like, me. Well, well like, we just thought it was just someone brought yeah. a fight broke out, and then all of a yeah. sudden someone came in the back, and they're like, "It's because of you two. We're like, "What the hell did we do? <laughs> like, you power, you power, drove Sandy, and everyone's mad, and they want to come for you guys." And I was, I mean, we're just laughing. Like, <laughs> more power to Sandy that she was willing to go through that stuff and she was backstage when we were like talking about like oh there's a fight and she was just laughing she'll get a kick out of this because I remember her just going <laughs> and then everyone was laughing everyone was just cracking up that, that, <laughs> that, that, that's Sandy that's that, 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 that's her that's her sound that's it <laughs> it's her sound and I just remember people were like god damn it this is crazy like people punch so and so and Whoa. rather than to say sorry, I was like, fuck this. I'm like, sorry. This is amazing. I love it. I love moments like that. People get right in our face and they're mad. I will 110% give up. I've had baby face runs that I despised. I love Deho and XCon so much. But those, the times that I spent with him as a baby, I didn't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. When I when we created the Battle Break Cartel and we came out and we were just being assholes from the very word Beginning. go, I truly felt like myself. I, I'm not saying that I'm a genuine asshole in real life, even though you know Ramon will say that I am. But I enjoy those <laughs> moments better than anything else because I feel like I'm at my best when I piss people off, mm-hmm. and when they get right in my face and they want to punch me. I feel yeah, like the know. old guys of the 70s and 80s that went out there and they busted their ass to have people hate them. I feel like I yeah. mentioned Roddy Piper before. Mm-hmm. Got stabbed for God's sakes. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I want to get stabbed. But well, like, he carried a pistol <laughs> on him. Ever, after that happened, he always carried a yeah, fucking that's pistol the on him. That yeah. Protection, you know, but like, I'm not saying I want to get to that point. Right. <laughs> right. But. Man, do I oh. love pissing people off. Hey, I love getting under their like their skin. Well, Fun. Uh, this like segue me. Sorry, man. Good. You're good. No, keep going. You guys mentioned. You guys mentioned a certain neighbor of mine. There was a moment that uh, some of the POW guys uh, at, at a time. You might remember this. We were booked at uh, Ulysses shows at uh, Arenas in Chicago. 
And we have a friend of some of the POW guys already, so we were having them booked at some of our shows. Yeah. And you know, somebody shows up at this show thinking that they have the most original idea in the world. Like, hey, guess what? I'm going to throw tortillas in the crowd. And it's gonna, like, people are going to hate me. And I just look over at one of my guys and I go, didn't I do that last month? <laughs> and I'm like, why does he think that's gonna like get him booed when I already did it? You know, like anything that you could imagine that I could do to, to to fans to really piss them off, I've tried and I've wanted to. There's times that I've asked for permission and I go, maybe I shouldn't have asked for permission. Maybe I should just do fucking it. do it. Ask for forgiveness afterwards. Mm-hmm. And every promoter that's ever hired me along the way, if they've ever asked something to me, like, hey, this might be a little risky, they always know that. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Because <laughs> it's going to piss people off and I like it. No, and, that, and that's part of, I think, the reason that you have lasted on the scene as long as you have. Because you understand, you know what needs to be done, and you do it very well. Your execution on fans, your execution in regards of where you need to be and how you even perform as a wrestler also. With that being said, I am glad that you are around on the scene. You make the scene, both of you guys, uh, honestly, makes the scene just that much better. You yeah. know, So I, I do say that sincerely. Having a drink, I'm not trying to get y'all mushy down here. But felt you know, <laughs> feeling dirty again. Uh, feeling dirty. But it says your your record speaks for itself. Your work rate speaks for itself. This is what the Midwest is all about. The good stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. so uh, how are you feeling there, Marauder? You all right? Tequila yeah. got your tongue because you. Oh, this quiet, one's still so. big, man. This, this one's still full. <laughs> still full. Still cold. Right. Got a. Yeah, it actually, oh. <laughs> I get you. I'm, <laughs> having, I'm, I'm having a baby shot. I'm having a second thought. Can that. you at least feel smell that. this? Feel that. I feel weird that you're not taking it. At least smell it. Woo! Oh, yeah, feel yeah. that. Hey, feel that. <laughs> Woo! How long, how long would you give me this beer? Oh, three hours ago. Stick it up. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean. You just had to open your mouth, didn't you? You know what? Lucha tequila from Mexico. I know it's not your Cuban coffee or rum or whatever it is that you guys make there, but come on. Let a, let a real man drink this, all right? Yeah. In your uh, special You want to put that in that cup? Guest, uh, yeah, you got the special cup? guest. There I, don't, go. I don't know where your lips have been, dog. I ain't touching that with my mouth. There we oh, go. All right, boys. Uh all right, a shot here. Capri Sun. Yeah. Uh, here, oh, here's, to, uh, here's to tequila, Capri Suns, Vigilantes, Fake Accents. And, uh, and fuck Jimmy Blaze. Fuck Jimmy. I was just about to say that, man. <laughs> Holy shit. You took it right out of my mouth. There you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh. All right. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah. Are you in WCW too? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least I pretend I was. Mm. What other uh, stupid <laughs> questions you got for us before uh, we finish this bottle? Have you guys ever had this much fun on the podcast? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. See, we're, we're not, not we're, we're not, do, we're not complete. Just, just out of curiosity, do you guys plan on uh, adding to your uh, cartel? Well, we did. He's on a trial by trial basis over there. Yeah, that trial is about to fail right now, man. Because of the lack of tequila intake there. I don't know why you, listen, you understand the importing, the situation we have in Cuba. We don't import tequila in Cuba. 
We have a lot. Of, we have a lot of rum. You asked a lot for of, a second beer. The second beer, an hour ago, and the second beer is halfway full. It was to hide his uh, shot. Your, your beer know. is not my beer. We oh. have different. We have different beers. Oh, we understand this. Yes. Whoa. Are you saying it's not good beer? I'm not saying it's not good beer. I'm <laughs> saying Cuban Cuban beer is different from Mexican beer. I will look for Cuban beer next time if he doesn't drink. Then guess what? We'll just kick his ass and kick him out of food. Give me as much Cuban beer as you want. I will pull it all away. Give him the juice box. All right. There you go. Well, if you ever need a train to uh, bring your cartel over the Look border. Look at what you did. So right I didn't now, do anything. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right now, you're higher than someone pulling me. You're yeah. actually drinking. You're drinking. I, 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 hey, and I hey. don't drink. I, I'm just going to get home to his wife, and she's going to be like, what the fuck happened to you? I'm like, blame it on Ruth Lewis and Danny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Xavier. That's it. That's it. It's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to have eyeliner for this interview. What happened to your eyeliner? Is it because you're not holding a little like magical box anymore? Oh, that's dead and gone. That's dead and gone? That's dead and gone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like doing the hot seat. You I would like, like to get you guys on the hot seat. Maybe once your suspension is over, yeah, you know, get you, again. you know, bring it up. Again. Again. Hot seat. Bringing it up. Do you like, see? He likes to cause problems. I'm not calling Do you see? Problem. He likes to cause problems. I'm stating fact. No, okay. you like I stated to cause the fact trouble. that you were disrespecting this man by not drinking his beer, and I am respecting him for being here in the studios by letting him know that. But yet, you know, you know I, I could have I could have bestowed he is suspended listen, for five months. I could have bestowed a, a wonderful Cuban cigar for everybody to enjoy, but you wanted to say no. You wanted to say you something about your smoking you detectors and your 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 fire your fire water sprinklers thing. I don't understand. You, you, we could have been, we could have smoked our cigar. <laughs> the fuck did you just say? I, I are we almost that. done here? I don't speak. Because I, 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 I was like, on that note, no, I, I think we. Uh, I, I'm I, bring it home. I, 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 I got something else out of this. Like, oh, I feel like they really like concentrate on what we had to say, but I want to see how far we can push this. How come we haven't asked him a single question the entire time he's been here? Is it because I'm Cuban? Huh? No, it's not at exactly all. Because <laughs> I mean, that was, what was that? I just said that's exactly why. Yeah, no. Well, maybe for his opinion, but Mr. honestly, the bad hombre cartel are the guests. I can't help it if that you have to drive them or carry their bags here. They are the guests. I mean, I mean, I thought it was bad hombre are, cartel you, with yeah, nice Marauder. Right. I mean, with, it wasn't. Yeah, He's bad like the back of with. vocals of our band. Yeah. See? That's it. Now, see, but now. Still, yeah, he's question. still a guest. Why? That's rude. I thought you like, I thought you Southern hillbillies had like that Southern hospitality and crap like that. How come you're rude? It's I'm not fake. rude. That is I was, rude. Is that rude? Is that rude? Is that rude? rude. Uh, At least I, I mean, I'm something. with my co-host here. Yeah, so. give him a question. <laughs> <laughs> At least throw him something. Throw give him a bone. All right. Throw a bone as well. Here And then we can finish it off. Then we can take another shot. Right? We'll take another shot. Yeah. Oh, you got balls oh, now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Look at what you have done. His voice uh, even got deeper. I'm going to. I'm going to hear about yeah. this Someone for the next week and a half, at least two weeks. Yeah, you probably will. All right. Here's your question. How do you like working for the bad operator? You asked that already. Jesus, you did. Did I? Yes. What is uh, the What is the most Capri Suns? I thought you were like a fantastic broadcast journalist. What is? What's wrong with you? Huh? <laughs> I remember the very first interview I ever did in pro wrestling was at one of your shows. 
You got a whole stage. You got a whole setup. What the hell was the name of that show? You you mentioned uh, it. Uh, what was it? Uh, on the, the mat, mat. On the mat. On the mat. Some BS like that. What happened to that Nick Cage? Huh? All right. Uh, what happened to that Nick You know what happened? Like, Somebody uh, ruined the you carpet. You know what happened? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, someone ruined the carpet. Someone ruined the carpet. Ask something of like, you know, with some okay. value. Come on. You know, you're, you're so shut far up. Jimmy Blaze is asking. I'm, I'm not surprised you didn't. Blaze. I'm surprised you didn't ask me about Tron. I'm surprised you didn't ask me about the stupid Ooh. stinky caveman that I have to wrestle. On July fifteenth, I'm Saturday surprised. Night yes. Saturday night fights. Saturday night fights. What right. a what a garbage town. Even garbage though, bar. You know, even though I won't be there, I will, we're gonna be watching. You so. can watch, of okay. course, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Please, please. Go ahead, ask him about oh, ask him about yeah. uh, stinky caveman. All right. What is your game plan with uh, Trog? Dude, no one realizes that. Okay, everybody asks me why did I I bring Trog back. At Wrestle Rage against MOB. No one realizes I found Trog in the caves of Cuba eating mice like a savage, okay? He was gone for years and I brought him back. He came back against you, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I, 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 I helped him get his confidence back. I helped him understand that he is a big man, but Trog does not understand that he is stupid man, of course. Trog turned his back on me. And this is the thing that everybody forgets. Trog turned his back on me against that one guy who's no longer around. That whatever man, right? He turned his back on me. And the rivalry that never got to start is finally getting its beginning. Trog, this is years in the making. This is something that I've been waiting to do for a very long time. Trog thinks he is some Do you have subtitles in the show? I'm going to have to get some. Yeah. Is there an SAP button or anything you guys can put? Is he saying, uh, saying drug? Alright, go on. But Okay, well, years, right? So how did Joey Roth get in this? Because Joey Roth... Who's Joey? No, 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 no. Joey Roth turned around and made Trog turn on Meat Hooks O'Banish. And then, if you remember correctly, some Trog manager. disappeared... And then Joey Roth went with the Bruiser Mass Index. Trog was, he was unwashed. He was untrimmed. He was this big, bushy, giant, hairy, stinky man with flies going around him. You know how long I had to scrub that man to get the flies oh, away? Dude, you scrubbed that man? Dude, like in his other carriage too? No, 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 Man, listen, you listen. took this partnership a little too far. I mean, I'm partners with you know, yeah. but I've never scrubbed you. This, this he was your idea. God, he was your idea. I'm gonna keep going back. He was your idea. <laughs> you said you wanted to find a, a, a could you was, could you was, have a tag team partner with flies uh, around him? Huh? He was your idea. He was your idea. Okay. This is your bright idea, right? All right. Well, I now that you once you get Trog out of the way, are you planning to? Uh, carry on the reputation of bad ombre cartel with Xavier DeFalce to maybe go for the tag titles again. Well, don't 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 what? don't don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. What whatever right. happens. You know, we, we came here to drink. We didn't come here to kick somebody's ass. But I mean, if you say it one more time, I mean, you're not above taking an ass whooping in your own house, Nick. You know what I'm just saying. Now that it goes against the waiver that you signed. That you can't. I didn't sign shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> Marauder, he 
said he didn't know how to write, so I don't think he signed his either. I don't sign anything that you give me. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. We're almost done here. Yeah, I think, yeah, uh, I think we're, we're going to start. Because like a bitter man once said, I'm old, I'm tired, and I work with fucking children, right? And I'm ready to go. You ready yeah. to go? All right. Oh, my God. I have a plane that I have to catch. You have a plane that you have to catch. Don't you, you have people that you have to beat up. <laughs> I don't know. All right, last shot of the day. That's it. And i tell you what, as you guys are taking this last shot, we're going to start wrapping up. Uh, the show here, we definitely want to uh, thank our sponsors, Chicago Pizza Authority, for their pizza and soda here in Elgin on Summit Street. Uh, we also like to thank Powell Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of a Christopher, Christopher Hoff. Hoff, 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 Hoff. Hoff. See, I we like, got a lawyer I like that side. guy. I like that guy. Yeah. So, Anybody then, out there getting divorced, that's your guy. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, no kidding. Fonzie and the Dago Tees for letting us use their song King of the Hill um, as their, our theme song for Hillbilly Records. That's right. And uh, upcoming guests, uh, you can check out Facebook, our Instagram, and so forth. We've got a lot of things lined up. Uh, matter of fact, uh, next week is... We have... Doesn't matter. Uh, Does <laughs> We have you know Captain Smokoli. Today was your best show ever. You might as well just get canceled after this. I mean, you can't get any better, any higher than that. Well, we can crank it up to 11 because that's our next episode is episode 11. Yeah, so you're number 10, we're, episode 10. We're going to crank it up a little bit more. Why would you, know, you need you know, anything that hey. goes to 11 when everything goes to 10? Hey, you, hey he says he's going he's gonna, to he crank it up to 11, right? Ask him who his next guest is. Let me know if you think they're going to bring it up to 11. Who is your next guest? I want to know. Our next guests are going to be the voices of Pow, Captain Spicoli, and RJ. I'm just going to leave this bottle here for you guys. <laughs> you might need it for that fucking snore fest. It's not going to be a snore fest. Awesome. Salud! All right, boys. All right, me and my Capri son. That's it. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for your time. And fans, we will talk to you next time. Salud, cabrón.